They got your ass on camera. Niggas ain't got me in no fucking camera. This is the clearest video I've ever seen. This is the most HD shit ever. This is 4K. How did they get you in 4K? That ain't me. It's the comic, 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 comic book bullies. Man, you come right out of a comic book. It's the comic, 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 comic book bullies. You will bow down before me! It's the comic, 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 comic book bullies. Now I am the master. It's the comic, 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 comic book bullies. Welcome back to the Comic Book Bullies with Nerdist New Bully. I'm your host, Leroy, a.k.a. Slick Rick Jones, uh, with my co-host. Yeah, this is Eli, a.k.a. the Phoenix Force Wagon Burner. There we go. <laughs> and we're back with another episode. And yeah, like I said, a lot of crazy stuff been going on. Uh, but yeah, we're just going to start off this this week. We're just going to just right into it because some big stuff happened this weekend. It's actually somebody that died that we actually care about. And I think somebody else we didn't, but we're not going to. Go there. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So first off, man, I just want to say uh rest in peace to Earl Simmons, uh aka Darkman X, aka DMX, uh, who just passed this weekend from a heart attack. Uh he's actually been on life support, I think, since the last time we recorded Eli. Yeah. Yeah, but then just finally uh finally passed, I think a couple days ago. I think it was on life support. Family took him off life support. Those things. So just want to reflect on DMX because, like I said, a lot of times we, uh, like the last couple of days, we've been talking about people. Last week, we've been talking about people. I don't know half these people that we're talking about. DMX, I grew up with. This is my wheelhouse. I knew what it was. DMX is one of my favorite rappers of all time. Has one of the best catalogs I heard of one time. Uh, personally, I've always said, even before all this happened, that his three album run, like his initial run of, what was it? It's Dark as Hell is Hot uh flesh of my flesh blood of my blood and and then there was x i think that is the the top the three best run of any rapper in rap game history ever because it was like boom boom, boom. and then it came out like there was like six months apart or something like that all of them went platinum you you couldn't even stop to listen to one album because by the time you got done listening to that album somebody else came riding in a car with a cd yeah we had cds back then some people even had tapes back then you know uh and was riding around and they had some new dmx music like oh shit well i gotta go get that you know you go down to sam goody you know people don't know what that is anymore man this is like some old shit <laughs> tower, old records. Heads, tower <laughs> records uh, <laughs> uh shit what do we say demons great hilarious in the crick rock woody allen ripoff movie i'm not familiar with that that's the thing i'm not really familiar with dmx's uh movie side i'm like i said i'm familiar with the music side uh i will say this like in uh, the time when he was doing his thing in that three-year run gap right there he was the Base, uh, the number one greatest rapper at the time. There was no, not Jay Z, not Nas, not Eminem, not Nelly, not whoever you else you want to name. It was him because whenever you put him in a song, he was always the last guy that would always finish the song off. Had the best sales. And then, like I said, I, he kind of went on the movies after that. Then he kind of faded away. Like I said, he had his own demons. You know, the thing about it, Eli, the thing that made DMX such a great rapper because he could pretty much switch genres. He did so much different. Like he did the, the, you know, the underground gangster rap, you know, stuff like that. I'll kill you, shoot your house up, you know, steal your dog, stuff like that. But then he would also switch Fucking it up. Fucking corpses. 
<laughs> right. All, all that stuff. You know, that, that was the 90s. That's what, that's what yeah. <laughs> you had to do that stuff. But then he would also switch it up. And then even though he said all this, you know, insane shit on this record, then he turned around and make an R&B song, you know, for the ladies. And they would just love it. Even though he would just say the, the cruelest shit to them and just call them everything in their names but a child of God, they would dance to it. <laughs> I think because he was kind of like a heartthrob back then. That's probably why he was in all those movies and shit, you know. Uh, what else? And he was inspirational. That's the great thing. Here's the thing about DMX. Every album he had at least had two prayer verses on there. Like he would actually like pray on the album. And like the best thing on the album, you just sit there like, huh. So even though he was dealing with his demons, honestly, I think that did help a lot of people around the time because you was always expecting to hear a prayer from DMX. And he would do it in his live concerts also. Uh, Hannibal Steele. But it's like a porn name. <laughs> but yeah thanks Hannibal for uh showing up yeah um yeah I'm trying to think what else we can say but oh like I said I'm gonna show you how big he was if this thing plays I don't think it'll play but like I said this is a clip from Woodstock 99 and I just want to just show you this like I said name another not rapper artist that can do what he just does right there who does this Eli who the fuck does this like, this was a thing. Like, he was able to rap to a crowd. Matter of fact, he was even doing the mic to the crowd. The entire crowd was, was uh, reciting his verses. You know, mm-hmm. that's how crazy it was. Now, I know what a lot of people are saying right now. Oh, this comic podcast, I don't listen to rap. Yeah, you can't spell crap without rap. You know, I, I get it. You know, you never heard of DMX before. But here's the thing. You have. Especially if you listen to this podcast. Because DMX is famous for that D, uh, the Deadpool walk-in. The X going to give it to you. Yes, yeah. that- song uh matter of fact you go to his imd page deadpool is listed as one of his <laughs> one of his movies even though he was nowhere in it <laughs> so that's the cool thing about that so yeah like i said the dude just had just a amazing catalog uh now Eli, i'm gonna let you go to the other part of it because that's where i barely paid attention to that and i try to stay quiet because uh yeah i didn't like his movies too much. Oh. <laughs> well, he didn't make any that that many good that many of them that were good. <laughs> well, actually, he had like a he had like a, a a movie deal like like Joe Silver or whatever like that. He's on like a deal with him. Yeah, very talented. Six one six man. What do you do? Um. Yeah. Yeah. But you- well, he crossed over like uh like my you know Anthony my buddy Anthony who did Geek Savs with me. He's a hardcore death metal dude, um, brutal death metal. But he he didn't like rap. He wasn't into hip hop, but he liked DMX. Because of that one song where he talks about fucking the corpse, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised how many rappers talked about fucking the corpse back then in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. A lot, you know, hip hop that might have been a little hard for y'all, but metalheads were like, sweet, you know. <laughs> well, that's the thing. See, the thing is, Eli, in the nineties, like metal and rap, they almost like, even though it was different, it was almost the same. Yeah, it was like two, they have very. There were a lot of similarities. Yeah, they're the two underground genres, you know that. Yeah. You know, um that that catered to to almost like outcasts you know metalheads were outcasts and hip-hop wasn't it got big but it was still as big as it was it was still considered like a subgenre. you know what i'm saying right. at, at the time at the time yeah 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 um but yeah but no it, it was it was funny because like well it, it was like was it last week or whatever a couple weeks ago this is before he had his, you know, he went into the hospital, but I shared out, uh, I shared out a meme. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was that one meme. It's been going around now because, you know, you know what happened, but it's with the, 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 the fireman 
teaching the kids how to stop, drop, and roll. The step one, oh, stop, that, step two, <laughs> drop, stop, and then stop. they go shut them down. Shut them down, open up shop. Yeah, yeah. And I shared that out like a couple weeks ago, so it's weird. And then I was listening to Rough Riders anthem because of that. So then when this happened, I was like, whoa! I was just listening to DMX the other day. Wow, you know. So, um, yeah, he went into the hospital last week, um, and people were, you know, were hoping for the best for him. You know, he was on life support, um, and then I decided to watch Belly because uh, I like that movie. <laughs> Uh, okay are we gonna add belly to the list of star wars and will smith that's what i'm trying to see now let's let's see let's see how this rabbit hole goes <laughs> i know people a lot of people it's one of those movies that people either love or hate <laughs> <laughs> like i said i know a lot of people that like belly i mean that's the thing like i said when i was in college everybody was watching belly and i was like not this fucking movie again but I'm, I'm, like i said i said i was gonna shut up i said i was gonna shut up go ahead <laughs> No, I, I just, this is, I, you know, DMX was in that movie and I have to say, I liked it. And I, I, you know, I, I watched it the other night. It was before he passed. So I was like, just, you know, reminiscing just, but yeah, I, I just like it. I think it's a great movie. I, I think, you know, Hype Williams, he was, he, he, it's his only movie. Hype Williams, only yes, movie and, he made. Then there's a reason for that. Okay. But <laughs> go, keep going. Okay. But Hype Williams directed <laughs> music videos, a lot of hip hop music videos. Um, and brought sort of a artistic sort of, you know, German expressionalism, artistic, you know, imagery to hip hop. He was which, like the black Zack Snyder, Michael Bay type. He didn't even blow up shit, but it was just like one of those. It looked like a two hour music video. That's what it looked like. I, I said I was going to shut up. Go that's ahead. what Purple Rain is, shit. <laughs> Purple Rain. Nobody rapped in <laughs> belly. It was like they had Nas acting. Don't act. Don't that, talk. Well, but Prince can't act either. I mean, that's okay. Here we go. Okay, Prince here we go. had songs in it. Nas didn't even rap here we go. Belly. Yeah, Prince. Yeah, everyone gives Prince a pass. I mean, what's Purple Rain about? It's about a glorified battle of the bands. You know, <laughs> that's all that. But no one gives a shit how stupid that movie is because Prince rocks that shit. You know, right. So, but that's half, what I'm saying. half the movie but, was Prince doing songs. But hip hop, that's the thing. That's what my, my point is hip hop and metal, like, they always had like higher standards to live up to where like bubblegum pop radio horse shit just gets away with all the time. Yeah. yeah. P- Prince and like Morris, they are playing themselves. They can't act, you know, shit. Lady Gaga gets nominated for an Oscar for playing a singer. Like fuck the fuck. But now but all of a sudden <laughs> hype Williams and DMX, they got to live up to the Coen brothers and shit. You know, it's I a, just want it's, them to just not act like they're in a porno movie. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> They're playing, no, they're DMX, playing like, don't do that. Come they're on. playing themselves. They're playing. Themselves. It was terrible. I said I was going to shut up. Go, go, go. <laughs> I beg to differ. I think it's a masterpiece. I don't get Like it. I said, there are plenty of people that would agree with you that Billy is a masterpiece. I am not one of those people. I think that, I think that movie fucking sucked. I thought it was terrible. I thought it was Hype Williams just uh, doing a long ass music video shots that just don't work for movies because he doesn't know how to do a movie. He think it's, there's one thing I liked about that movie, though. Keisha. That's it. So after the first five minutes after Keisha, like, actually puts clothes on, I'm done with that movie. There's nothing else to watch on it, you know? I will uh, say I, this, though. I, I was saying, I will, I will say that DMX actually did prove his acting chops in the movie. He was the only decent actor in that movie. Because everybody else was just Def Jam artists or whatever, you know, so. Well, it's all it is. It's all rapper, Method Man and... You know, it was just—it was all populated with rappers and shit. You know, reading um, rainbows, mimics, Fast and Furious, Asylum films, knockoff. He was in it. Okay, no, yeah. no. I'm just saying, I I love Belly. I think it's great. 
I think it stands out out, out of all. I mean, I get it. By the, by the time it was the late 90s, the, 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 the hood movies with the messages were played out by then. But I think this stands above it because of Hype Williams' imagery. I think he, he, uh, he, he portrayed kind of like, you can see the influences in, in Belly. You can see, okay, yeah, there's your Goodfellas shot. There's your Reservoir Dog shot. There's your Scarface. There's, your good, there's a, a shot out of The Exorcist. You know, where Chiquita, the, 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 the Jama- Jamaican female assassin, is like, you know, on Lennox's house and you see her shadow. That's right out of The Exorcist. He's framing shots right out of The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. You can see his influences. And I'm like, that's what hip hop is. They're taking, they're sampling everything and remixing them and making it their own. And that's what Hype Williams did. He took his influences, put it in this movie and made it, made this movie a, a hip hop crime noir. And that's what it is. That's all it is. It's not trying to be you know, this, this, you know, you know, epic, you know, Academy Award winning, whatever it's, this was a hip hop movie for hip hop fans. And that's all it was trying to be. And I think that it works fine. And I, and I think it rises above because he, he was trying to say a lot of things. Yeah, and I think that ending is powerful. I think the ending is powerful, especially now what happened to him, you know, the ending where he meets the minister who was, was supposed to be played by Farrakhan. I listened to the commentary. That's how deep I like this movie. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> like, yeah. This thing gonna take me Hank Williams to Scorsese. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's real cinema. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but he took like speaking of book good, the bad, and the ugly. You remember how I was saying how like you know, those Italian spaghetti westerns try to make like uh you know like 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 the American West look like a hellish landscape? That's what Hype Williams was trying to do. He was trying to turn he was making the hood look like it was a hell on earth. You know, like it was hell, like be- well, belly, the, the the title of the movie, belly. It's a, the belly of the beast. They're in hell. In the beginning of the movie, it shows him as a little kid doing some sort of satanic ritual and shit, selling his soul and shit like that. And then you have the rebirth because Nas goes back to Mother Africa. You know, he's being reborn. I mean, it goes deep, man. I'm just saying. <laughs> sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like the shit. Hey. <laughs> Rest in peace, DMX. <laughs> Rest in peace, DMX. Now, here's the thing, man. Like I said, there's this new rapper out, Lil Nas X. I didn't want to talk about him, but he gets his name from Nas and DMX. So I guess he was a Billy fan also. So that's one thing Billy gave us. I don't know. Is he the, uh, is he the, uh, the, the country road? Take me home or whatever. Yes, the the gay Satanist. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Dancer. yeah. Shout out to that guy it's, for pissing. It's all the same guy. It's all yeah. the same guy. You know, okay, so. yeah. He's pissing people off. So fuck yeah. Good up to him, man. <laughs> his his like discography shuffle playlist is weird as fuck. You, know? <laughs> you I mean, go from I, that I, to that, you just. I wasn't a fan. I'm not. I, I didn't like that country road song or whatever. Oh, uh, I love country road, man. I, I, I love that but, song. I just, I, but I, I think it's cool that he's pissing people off and pushing buttons and the satanic he shoes. He people off with the country song. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, and the, the satanic shoes. Like, yeah, sweet. You're using Satan to piss people off. Good job. All us, again, me, us metalheads are like, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> last thing, last thing I'm saying about DMX. Marvel actually gave him a a, a tribute, actually like a decade ago, uh, with with X23 with Wolverine. They did like a variant cover. Of his flesh and my flesh, blood of my blood, you know, yeah. uh, with X23 on there. So that's pretty cool. That's like that's an old cover. That was like doing the uh, yeah, that Marvel of it. Remember, he was on the Def Jam uh, fighting game. Remember, remember Def Jam, fuck, what was that name? Fight for I know New York talking. or whatever. Yeah, he, he was one of the characters on yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, recipes, uh, DMX. Um, uh, like I said, I can see why metalheads like him because you hear him, and I think that's why he sounded so different in rap. 
because like we never heard anything like this before you know you know fucking corpses and shit you know uh just the, <laughs> the crazy shit he was saying just like this is this is new we didn't never heard this so yeah, yeah. um oh also oh, oh, that looks cool yeah like i said six months it's a it's a variant cover i think it's x-men oh it's wolverine number one it's the all new all different marvel when basically when x-23 took over they were doing uh, a lot of hip-hop like like tributes it was a bunch yeah. uh to uh black panther did run the jewels like him and sure yeah, were doing yeah 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 i had the uh, iron uh, fist and luke cage were doing uh mob deep, mob deep. Yeah, yeah it was it was a lot it was a lot around the time so yeah. Uh, a bunch of variant covers so can we move on to the next one i think i think we're dmx'd out yeah let's yeah <laughs> let's let's go to the next one. like i said there's a this is what i want to talk about also so this is the falcon and winter soldier uh episode four i screwed that up i'm gonna go back there fix that before we get too deep into it yeah so this is episode four and basically eli a lot of stuff went down in this episode this is by far my favorite episode of of this show yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah, it was a a lot of stuff that you can. There we go. We fixed it. A lot of stuff you just deep dive in and just like really get into it. Even just the, uh, especially with the way it left off. Like where it left off, it was like a little spy genre type thing that was going on. I'm like, yeah, it's pretty cool, you know. Cool. But now we're getting into the nitty gritty of where to get into the story and find out where the story is going. Uh, monster Captain America. Yeah, Captain Maga or whatever you want to call him. Here's the thing. Like I said. Everybody is shocked at the ending of happiness, but any folk, anybody that actually like know the comics and know John Walker, it was like it was you could see it leading up to this point where exactly what went on with it. It's kind of crazy. First thing that would happen to it, like I said, we I hope they don't screw up on me. Like he knew he screwed up right then. You, you don't touch a black woman's shoulder. Oh, also <laughs> don't touch a black woman's hair either because the same thing will happen. I'm just heads up for anybody that don't know uh yeah so like i said the door malachi just went in there just kicked his ass and that's what did it super soldiers that's cool but get, honestly i think he felt emasculated chicks beat my ass and i'm he captain america said that, and they didn't even have super serum they, they didn't have super serum right <laughs> so that's the thing i think he felt emasculated so that was like his his journey that was he was going down he was like so that's why when he finally got to the point and he saw the super serum uh super soldier serum you know he was gonna take it, it was i like, loved how everybody else was just standing around while <laughs> They were they were, oh yeah keep it up john watch your left or whatever the hell they were i saw another another meme you know that uh the what the, the kermit the frog meme where that's none of my business only it was, <laughs> oh, they it, just was drinking. it was it was zemo he was like sitting there i think he was on his phone or, or something and it says right. you know yeah uh walker getting kicked getting his ass kicked by the door of malaje but that's none of zemo's business or something <laughs> Because he was in the back actually like drinking before he snuck yeah. out. He was just like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Even this scene. Now, this is a, a, another kind of devastating scene that happened right here. Like when Bucky, you know, got his arm taken off. Now, a lot of people, I think a lot of people confused, not confused, or they're misinterpreting what happened in this scene. It's actually a pretty deep scene what happened right there. Uh, basically what happened, and this is how I, I interpret the scene. That's why, like I said, Bucky has been disarmed, but he can still technically, technically still fight. But you can see he was just frozen, just shell shock. It all just came back to him. And here's the reason why. And I think a lot of people are missing the point of this. Uh, yes, uh, Io, that's her name. I know a lot of people kept screwing up her name up. Io is her name. She disarmed him. The reason because she was able to disarm him is because the Wakandans built in a contingency plan for Bucky that he didn't know about. And that's what that's what, basically he felt betrayed. That was the betrayal right there because well, it shows him like it was this episode right where it shows him 
uh, clearing his mind or whatever. Was that the this? This was the one. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. the one. Yeah. yeah. Puffy started to good man. It's so many memes going on about this. So, yeah. So yeah, that's the thing. So you have Wakanda clearing his mind, and notice that Ayo actually did some foreshadowing. Also, she said at the beginning of it, uh, "Don't worry, James. I'll make sure that you won't hurt anyone." He didn't interpret what that meant. He didn't know that the Wakandans had a plan for him in case he went nuts. You know, so when they did that and took his arm off, she could have took the arm, but she left it for him. She just wanted him to know that we can stop you anytime we wanted to. And the thing is, is that Bucky thought he had a, you know, a, a cookout pass, you know, the Wakanda. He, they named him the White Wolf. You know, he down there holding, you know, herding goats and stuff like that. He thinking it's all good, not knowing that the only people on the planet he trusts don't trust him. That's what hurt him. And then a lot of people didn't understand what Io said at the end when it said, speaking of Wakanda, what she said was, Bass, damn you, James. Of course, you know, Bass, the guy, stuff like that. So basically, Io revoked Bucky's uh, Wakanda privileges. So the next Wakanda cookout, he ain't invited. He did all this for, for, for Zemo. So that's yeah. the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what hurts. So it's like that Bucky did all this and went to that. And honestly, was it me, Eli? Or did you feel some history between Bucky and Io? Oh shit! I, I'm I, just I, saying. I, I'm just saying, man. You think you know everybody gonna fucking go, everybody's you always know fucking. I was gonna go there, man. You know I was gonna go there. But I'm just saying. Yeah. Next thing you I'm know, you say him and Falcon and shit. <laughs> I didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but that's the thing i mean because like i said it's the normalizer they could have went in there and got zemo out of there anytime i want to but she gave him eight hours you're like i'm gonna give you she didn't have to but she did it because it's him that's all i'm saying you know oh, oh. I'm, I'm just, I'm just it saying that, it was that I'm good just, dick that's why <laughs> <laughs> that dick bought him eight hours and shit. <laughs> boogie came in don't worry i handled her <laughs> Oh man! So, like I said, we don't know what went down in Wakanda. I'm just saying they they look like they had some history. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying anything else. Not insinuating, you know. <laughs> but it was interesting. Another awesome scene that happened in that whole scene. Like I said, that that Dora Milaje fight seems so awesome. This scene right here, man. Just when, uh, like I said, they emasculated him some more. She's looking at him. Look at me. I'm the captain now. You know, <laughs> just just whoop, just whooped his ass, and they gave him back the shield. They could have took just it. Just handed it to him. Just, like, just handed it to him. Cause like, here you go. <laughs> you, 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 there you go, little boy. And he's on the ground, like with it, like sitting the Indian style or some shit. You know, I don't know what the fuck was going on. And so he's like, they're not even super soldiers. Like, so you knew it was ha- coming. So that's why when we finally got to the scene and they took his boy out and they were running, you were like, no, they killed my only black friend. How people going to know I'm not racist? You know, all this shit. So, <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, people, when they finally got to that point, I think the internet is kind of conflicted on, on John Walker's whole whole method, whole, whole, whole personality thing like that. You'll see pretty to be hated. Hated him. He was, and I'm glad you understand Hannibal Steel because I think a lot of people don't understand that. They don't get it. They don't get uh, John Walker's whole thing, Eli. And I think that's one of the reasons why is it me or does it feel like that Falcon and Winter Soldier, like as a show, isn't getting like the traction or internet buzz or social media buzz that WandaVision got? I, I don't know. Well, maybe like it's I said, we don't me. we don't have any numbers. We don't have any numbers. I, so we I'm, don't know. I'm stuck in my nerd vacuum, so that's all I see. So I don't. <laughs> I, I, that's what I'm saying. I, I mean, like I said, I I, I try to, I try to step out of the bubble sometimes. 
you know, I step out the bubble and I get back in the bubble. But when I step out the bubble, now, whenever not, I step out of the bubble, I get pissed off and say, fuck this shit and go back. That's in. why I go back in the bubble too. But <laughs> I just peek my head out of the bubble sometimes, you know, I'm like, huh, I'm noticing something, you know, and I'm thinking one of the reasons, because like I said, the first thing, the first image that, you know, went viral from this whole show was that they had that picture of, uh, you know, John Walker's Captain America looking like the dude from up and shit like that. And people like, and people not getting it that they're not supposed to like Captain America. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I have been getting that. I, I do think that people, uh, yeah, like, oh, they're making fun of them. And I don't know, though, I heard the stories that they're giving them death threats and all that bullshit. But I don't know how that, that that's true. actually That's actually bullshit. Yeah. He's not even on social media. Yeah. How um, are they sending them death threats? <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I have seen, like, they, you know, I, I think they're, they're – I was hoping – and I was hoping for that. I was hoping this was going to start – start that political discussion because i could see it in the trailers like they were mm-hmm. leading up to this you know and especially now i think they they were predicting that trump was going to win and this would have been even more timely had trump won the you know well again. see that's what they did in the comics with john walker uh i saw some memes like zach snyder's captain america i was about <laughs> to make that meme eli i was about to make that meme <laughs> exactly what 616 is saying uh I, but i think somebody beat me too so i didn't do it uh, but yeah, that, that's what you were saying about that, the political discussion, stuff like that. I think for some people, I think it's too political. Or even the fact that it is political. People yeah. don't want to even deal with it. They're like, oh, I, li- I like, you know, that whole thing about, you know, you know, Sam getting stopped by the police, I, him not getting mm-hmm. the loan, you know, being an Avenger and still being racially po- profiled. I, I thought I like that, that they were going there. And um, and like I said, this episode, when he kills you know, the flag smasher dude who looked up to him. Right. Know. And that's the thing. Like I said, we got to show the end and he got caught on camera. Yeah. And this is 2020, whatever it is in the future. So he's not just being recorded. He's being streamed. This is live. Yeah. This is everywhere. Like I said, the name of the show, the whole world's watching, the whole world's watching. And then this scene right here, this is one of the most bone chilling moments in Marvel history. I like MCU history, you know, yeah. just that image of the shield. Like, People always saying like, uh, Marvel's too goofy. Marvel's too funny. You know, DC is hardcore. This is fucking hardcore. Yeah, especially now. I mean, I'm in Minneapolis or I'm in the Twin Cities, St. Paul here, St. Paul, Minneapolis. We got the Chauvin trial going on. You know, people questioning. Everybody saw what happened. You know, but right. people like, are, you why know, is this trial even still going on? Yeah, That's the yeah. question people are having. You know? Everybody saw this murder take place, yet they're still trying to create this doubt and all this bullshit that they're slinging, you know. But, um, but you know, but yeah, that's what it raises. That's what it brings up, you know. And, uh, and yeah, I, you know, that that's what I thought of, you know, when 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 that scene happened, everyone's show, filming them. I mean, how many how many murders have we seen? you know, committed by authority figures, you know, by, un- right. by un- murdering somebody unarmed. I mean, this, this right. guy was probably the only flag smasher that was like, not a dick yet, I guess. <laughs> you know, That's true. But at the same time, like I said, he's given like, okay, he didn't kill Lamar Battlestar, <clears throat> but he's not innocent either. Yeah. Like I said, at the end of the day, John Walker killed a terrorist, but he was like, he, whereas what's her face was trying to, we got to go, we got to get, got to get, you know, we got to do more damage and shit. He was kind of like, you know, the the angel on the shoulder. He was kind of like the the voice of reason, you know. Um, right. So, and the fact that he looked up to Captain America, and you know, it's just like, wow, that that's the guy he get, who gets killed, and 
You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> like when you finally meet your he- your childhood hero for the first time, <laughs> yeah. he bashes your skull in, you know. Uh yes, I agree with the blood drip to the shield was deep. It, it was it was a it was a haunting image because who you trust and what side are you on. It's a lot of going on with it. I mean, like Eli, when you think about it, like I said, uh Captain America, whoever is in the costume is the face of America. He is a yeah. walking flag. That's why Carly, she is the flag smasher. And she's saying that Captain America is a walking flag. Her whole mission in this particular episode was to kill Captain America. Yeah. Even yeah. though she threatened Sam's family and she threatened his nephew, she really she told him to his face, "You don't have behind a shield. You're nobody. Killing you would mean nothing. You know, I have to kill Captain America. That's why I'm not really doing anything to you. But yeah, the end of it when you see the blood dripping, they're in a foreign country, uh, murdering. It, it says a lot about America. Like you could say. Steve Rogers is what we wish we were. John Walker is what we are. We are, yeah. I mean, that's what the rest of the world looks us as. Yeah, and that that's what and, and that's kind of what America does. You know, we right. use violence to solve all our problems. You know, right. that's why, you know, why we have we we you know, we have all this money for war and the military and all this shit, but we can't, you know, give nurses, you know, protection equipment or feed the homeless and you know you know what i'm saying right we, we right. none of us have health care you know but we but we could but we got we can you know bomb the shit out of whoever whenever we want you know what i'm saying right. cops can show up with tanks and shit you know but you know there's a homeless camp right next to them you know it's what what we prioritize you know and that's that's the symbol right there yeah america the red white and blue with blood right. all over it you know historically right. that's what it is you know I mean, Eli, have, have you been on social media like monitoring what other people are saying about that one scene? Because I haven't. It's it's no. alarming. It's eye opening. No, and, and it seen. should be. It should be. <laughs> you know. No, no. But but the thing is, is that I'm getting, I'm seeing different reactions. Like some oh. people are shocked. Some people are shocked. Some people are just like, hell yeah, that's what you do. Like some people. You know, are applauding America, him for this. That's yeah. exactly what they're doing. Like, I thought John Walker was a bitch until he did that. Now he's my now he's my Captain America. I'm like, it's like Rorschach all like over Rorschach. again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're missing the fucking point. Or the Joker, <laughs> like you know. Right. No. We live in a society. You're missing the point. Like, we need to add John Walker to that list of that meme, whatever it was, with Rorschach, with Joker, with uh all those other people on there uh, with, with uh, the dude from Breaking Bad, Eisenberg or whatever. Yeah, he yeah, needs yeah. to be on that list also because yeah, the point is you're not supposed to like John Walker. You're supposed to be shocked by the stuff John Walker. But I almost feel like the people that that wrote that scene and made that scene for this episode, they knew some people going to that pe- some people going to jump on John Walker, John Walker's bandwagon when he saw him do that. Mm-hmm. Because think about it, like we we grew up, we don't expect Captain America to do that, but. Every other action movie we've seen with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Long with Rambo and shit like that, they do that no problem, and we applaud them for that. Yeah, you know, yeah. but we just don't want to see Captain America do it, even though John Walker is a soldier. We train him to kill and go over there, and then we get upset when we see what he's doing over there. We want to see the results. We don't want to see how he got the results. We we see how he got the well, free even, medals. He even said yeah. that. He's like, what we had to do to gain those medals or whatever the hell he said. Right. You know? Like, um, they know what they did, but we yeah. don't know what they did. Because that it's a, that's another commentary. Like I said, John Walker is, he's not right in the head. His elevator don't go all, all the way to the top of the floor. Bucky already said that. He has PTSD. Just like when uh Sam was talking about 
I know how to help soldiers with trauma. He threw in a quick line and said, yeah, I dealt with those soldiers also because he's one of those soldiers with trauma. We And then it's a commentary on when we send our soldiers to war. We send Americans to war. They go over there. They see all this fucked up shit. They go over there. They come back and they can't adjust the society. It's yeah. the same way with John Walker with that whole Good Morning America thing like that. That, that was a mask. That was him just putting up a front. The Captain yeah. America wanting we saw, the title, wanting the title, wanting, wanting the title, know, that's the it. accolades, but you know, not really qualified for it. Right. That's know. the thing. Because the thing is, when you see at the end of it, if you notice something about this scene, if you notice John Walker does not have any remorse for what he did. No, he killed that guy just like fuck him. So here's the thing: even though it's the first time we've seen him doing it, you can tell that is not the first time he's done this. But like I said, he's a soldier. It's expected of him to do things like that. Think about it. They killed one of his. He took one of theirs. Any other movie, it would be no big deal because it's Captain America. We hold them to a higher standard. It feels like a yeah, Watchmen. Dark who watch- yeah, who watches the Watchmen? Right. You know? So, and it's That's all like th- the one, the one, the one cool scene in, in Zack Snyder's Watchmen. You know, well, it's in the comics too, but you know, right. what you know, whatever happened to the American dream, it came true. You, you, you yeah. came true. You're living yeah. it. Yeah. Like I said, yeah. there's a lot of parallels between John Walker and a comedian. It's almost the same guy. Yeah. And, and also the boys. Now, let me say something about the boys for a second. Yes. People are oh, saying yeah. Yeah. it reminds them of Homeland and stuff like that. And Marvel is ripping off Homeland and stuff like that. They're not. John Walker predates Homeland about like 20 years. And this and is pretty close to that comic. And it's too. pretty much the same story. Yeah. John Walker, they promoted him because he was a big soldier. He wasn't right in the head. He went nuts, started killing people. It's the same thing. Be, let me see. I've been trying to talk to motherfuckers ranch and they end up trying to... Why do you... Why are they fighting you? <laughs> I, I don't know. But, <laughs> That's the internet, man. <laughs> it's, it's the internet, I guess. That's the thing. So, uh, yeah, like I said, we, you, you see these things and you can't help but to think about what's going on. And, it, and I'm interested to see what they do with the next episode. Will some Americans agree with what John Walker did, because like I said, if this happened in real life, some would. Yeah, I mean that's that's what we're seeing, you know. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I, going back to the Chauvin trial. That's you know, why, right? Because they're putting doubt. How are we putting doubts in people's head on something that everybody saw? Yeah, but you see people. Oh well, he he was, you know, George Floyd was on drugs when he died. Blah 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 blah. He was gonna he OD. That's why he died. Oh really? An ODing motherfucker was going to drive a car. Right. <laughs> but, but, but that's what they would want to believe because they don't want to admit to themselves that there's a problem. Because that, right. that, that shatters their image of cops, of America or whatever. You know, they have this, you know, this idealistic, you know, image of what this country is supposed to be and what they, they, they thought they've been taught, you know, but they never experienced, you know, what it really is like people of color have. And I think that's why they want to hold on to that image. And so I think that's what it's, it's for. Yeah. I think the next episode, we are going to see people who are like, fuck yeah, America. Yeah. Captain Walker rules. And, and, and I, don't think, you know, I don't think Marvel's going to go there. I don't think, I don't think the other balls pull it off. Well, they should. I'm saying they, they should. should, they should. I don't think I they, think, I don't think they thought that far through. If I they do, it's, it's then, supposed yeah. to be divisive, you know, because that's what's where it, the, the world we live in now, you know, where, you know, People just, I, I think that, yeah. you know, the obvious, you know, it, it's so obvious, yet there is people who will agree with 
What I mean, let, let's right. back this. Let's back this up. Everything that happened, like I said, even though the footage only shows him, you know, maybe beheading a, a guy, something like that. But let's back this up. Like I said, this was a terrorist that came after to kill. They tried to assassinate him. They ended up killing his his buddy, and he took one of theirs. You yeah. know, you know, like I said, it's in the heat of battle, in the heat of war, stuff like that. But. Like I said, it's the, it's that gray area. It's the gray area. Yeah. Like I said, I I think this show was going to do an next episode. Everybody's going to condemn John Walker. Oh, he needs the shield taken away from. They're going to take the shield, and the show's going to move on. Just whatever, you know, just paint him like as a yeah. villain. When in real life, we know that it's not that it's not that simple. Yeah, and just like you know, with the cops, you know, oh well, they shouldn't have resisted. They should have you know complied. They they always make up like an excuse for why this dude died. You know, he should you know. <laughs> right <laughs> you know what i mean They're all, you know and it's it's bullshit but i think I, i'm hoping that I, I want them to go there i want them to you know yeah to bring, like i said they, they open it up right yeah to bring those uh you know those issues up you know yeah and a lot of people don't want them to bring issues like up they want to keep politics out of their comic book this is <laughs> a, a this is a story about a superhero that first appearance punched adolf hitler in the face on his first yeah. comic you saying that's not political Captain America was invented to be political propaganda. I'm sorry. That's what he is. His name is America in it. He is a walking flag. So, yes, it is going to deal with politics. It's, there's no way to get around it. You know. And this isn't Steve Rogers, you know. And going right. back to, you know, what, you know, the experiment, the serum was supposed to enhance what you already have. You right. know, Steve Rogers was an idealistic dude who just wanted to do good all the time. And that right. enhanced they, it, you know. Right. He John the Walker, power. right. John Walker is that soldier that Erkstein told them not to get, you know, yeah. don't get the perfect soldier, get, get a good man because yes, yeah, Steve Rogers wasn't the perfect soldier when he was, but he had a good heart. He was a good man. Yeah. Like even the most badass scene in the MCU is that elevator scene, you know, yep. and, and Steve, Steve was like, Hey, he was polite. Hey, before we, do you want to get out first? Right, <laughs> like, John Walker would like shot everybody in there and shit. You know? Yeah, it was well, it was the most badass line ever. Right. But it was that's who Steve was. Hey, I don't want to have to beat the shit out of y'all, so I'm gonna mm-hmm. give you. A t- <laughs> you know, right, want to take every is, chance so. I got to give you give you an opportunity. So yeah, yeah, it was he wasn't like shoot first, ask questions later. No, but and that's the thing. Like John Walker is under this this uh expectation that nobody can meet it's not that john walker is a bad person honestly eli i think we would be in the same situation if we was he's in over his head oh yeah you, i mean that's the punisher you killed his friend he's you know if that was the punisher we wouldn't give a shit if it, he right. was if, if he was wearing that skull on his if he chest, was wolverine yeah you know, we'd that be, would be bad yeah fuck yeah get him but he's wearing we'd be it. mad if he didn't you, yeah, know, do yeah. that. <laughs> you know but but it's it's fucking he's wearing those stars and stripes so that that means he's basically a cop you know right you don't he, do that shit <laughs> and honestly you can feel that he not only was he did he have an inferiority complex to steve rogers he had an inferiority complex to sam because he knows sam is the heir apparent here's my thing i think the reason he bars in on sam when he had that conversation with carly not because he was scared sam would fail he was scared sam would succeed because yeah. if sam brought carly in and de-escalated the situation what the hell they need Captain America for? What the hell they need John Walker for? They sent him over there to handle the situation. So it was it was really about it was a lot about ego. You know, yeah. that's why I finally got the point right before the door walked in. He asked Sam, look, how you want this conversation to go? You you want to put the shield down? 
you, you want to make this fair? You know, he wants to beat Sam any way he can. Yeah. And there was diploma. Yeah. Again, you know, the, the, the lack of diplomacy because Sam was trying to talk her down. But then right. he came in and nope, guns blazing. America, fuck yeah, let's kick ass. Right. You know? And I like how nuanced it is. Like I say, in the comics, yeah, Sam and John Walker got to get that's because John Walker's a fucking racist, you know. And in the show, they made a little more nuanced that you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, I think and I, I think they're given that gray area that you know that, that's intended. You know, they're not making him a straight up asshole. You right. Know? You you can see the progression. You can yeah. you can totally see the progression of everything that happened to him. Yeah. Like I said, he's got this job, he's in over his head on it, and he he has to win because he knows that as America. We don't care what you have to do to get shit done as long as the shit gets done. That's that's the, that's the American way. Yeah. So we don't want to know all the dirty details you had to do it. That's why when he finally did get, you know, recorded and on the camera phone, oh, you're not supposed to get, not supposed to do, you're not, you weren't supposed yeah. to see that. Yeah, the, you know? I'm, 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 I'm fighting terrorism. I'm getting the terrorists. Right. Blah, 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 blah. Like I said, what was, was that? Was that secret war? Was it secret wars? The old school secret wars? Where they were talking about the terrorists and I think, Wolverine, it was somebody said, Oh, you mean the you know the poor people that get fucked over by the big governments or whatever? Right. <laughs> I, yeah, one of the it was one of those old comics where that even back then, that was the 80s, you know, when mm-hmm. we were little kids and they made a political statement in a comic book. Yeah. I'm I'm <laughs> going to recommend a movie that everybody should watch. A few good men. Eli, you know what it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Few Good Men. It's a Tom Cruise movie, so that should get you excited. <laughs> well, it was actually when he was actually trying. So it was Tom Cruise and Jack Nicholson, and basically Jack Nicholson was on trial. And the, I'm going to spoil the end for you. When Tom Cruise basically asked him what happened when you went overseas, he was playing this military uh, officer, and Tom and Jack Nicholson gave him one of the best movie lines of all time. Tom Cruise says, "I want the truth." Jack Nicholson tells him, "You can't handle the truth. You don't want to know what we did over there." You just want to see results. That's the same thing with John Walker. You know, it's different when you're wearing the stars and stripes and everybody is watching everything you do. Yeah. You know, only Steve Rogers can get away with that, you know, and nobody is Steve Rogers. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, well, like, Steve Rogers wouldn't have killed the guy. Wouldn't have smashed his face in with the hand, with the shield. Right. <laughs> uh, the rise and fall of John Walker. You can't handle the truth. It's it's true. Now, I yeah. will say this. Now, I did see something online about John Walker. Well, not John Walker, but uh, Steve. Well, Steve Rogers killed people before. It's different. That is a completely different situation. When Steve Rogers, like I said, all the Avengers kill. But when they kill, it's different. First off, anybody Steve Rogers kill usually was armed. You know, usually he was defending himself. Usually it, they were a threat. This yeah. guy was not a threat. And like I said, going back to George Florida, going back to, to anything that we saw before, before John Walker did what he did, the guy had his hands up. He put his hands up and John Walker still killed him. So, like I said, Steve wouldn't do that. Even Zack Snyder wouldn't have one of his heroes do that. I mean, what? yeah, he would. Nothing about <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Chop his head off this and him back to, to Carly. <laughs> oh man. Uh shit. Anything else we gotta say about uh, uh yeah, I think we got it. You know, uh, I mean it this is like we're halfway through the season now, right? About we're, more, we're more than halfway, only two only two episodes left. So oh, really? yeah. we're not thought we were going like eight episodes. No, oh, it's man. six. It's six, yeah. That, oh, that's why shit. we're running through this shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost over with. We ain't even met the power uh, power broker yet. Oh. Uh, Steve Rogers was born at a time when people actually believed that there were flags of governments like a religion. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, you know, some people, it was a, yeah. 
<laughs> True. But that was the thing. Like I said, you, you went to war for your duty. You know, king and country. Well, not king and country. That's, that's know, England. Some, 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 you know, some minority groups went because it was a way to get out of not being poor. You know? Pretty much. <laughs> you know. <laughs> And then they came back or, here and, and got no, treated no. like stupid. Or got they got like fucking shit. drafted. They had no choice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You walk at home, you be like, oh, I'm going to war. Oh, fuck. You know, yeah. it's not like that nowadays. You know, because back then, yeah, black people got drafted first. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like they had a whole thing and about that. Some of them were like, some of them kept going like shit. You know, I get fucking food. I get paid. I get all I got to do is not die. You know? Right. A- another movie I would recommend, The Five Bloods, Spike Lee, Chadwick oh, yeah, Boseman's yeah. in that movie. They even said in the movie, like I said, black people only make up, you know, 12% of the population at most, but they were made up like 30%, over 30% of the uh, battalion in the in uh, Vietnam War. How does that work? You yeah. Know? So. Yeah, uh-huh. natives too. I mean, they, they, they're always, you know, trying to get, trying to get out, out of the poverty. You know, yeah. and staying over there, saying so, and you know, I've heard veterans say, "Yeah, the, the war is the best thing that's ever happened to me." Because well, I mean, died. that's why that's why the military goes to the hood recruit now. Yeah, you know, you know, you want the Dodge Charger, don't you? Sign up for the war, you know, all, all this shit. You yeah. know, I'm not, I'm not talking about I'm not talking about the military. It's just whatever, but still, <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, can we move on? On past yeah, that? Yeah. Okay, let's move on to some happy. Yeah, I think some happy. <laughs> I think it's a CW show. Oh, I, I guess, sure. Yeah. <laughs> All our listeners just left. <laughs> Nothing to talk about here. No, 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 no. Don't leave yet. Don't leave yet. We we try to make this as interesting as possible. Uh, the reason I want to talk about this, Eli, because they have a new show called Kung Fu. But it's not a new show. It's an old show that's a reboot, kind of. And they yeah. did two things. They Like I said, it's a CW, so you got to change shit. So one, they changed the hero from this show to a woman. And also, they made the hero Asian because most people don't realize in the la- in the old show it was a white guy that knew kung fu. Most Bruce people don't Lee, know. Yeah, Bruce Lee was trying to get that part, but they said no. No one's gonna want to watch an Asian lead. Well, so. The show is Bruce Lee's idea. Yeah, he pitched it. He pitched it to the show and gave it to him and said, "I'm gonna do it." And then he had to watch the show on TV with a white guy playing his role. That's why? the reason why he went to fucking China and made that's the reason you know, he went Fist to China. Making- and, yeah, and he went over to China and started making those movies because he got fed up with Hollywood. Why? Because at the time they didn't want Asian people on TV, especially in a lead role. Yeah, you know that's the thing. So, so now they're flipping especially during it, the '60s during Vietnam and shit. Yeah. Right, doing that they, he couldn't do it. So Bruce yeah. Lee said, "Fuck this," left, went overseas, and then when he made, he became the biggest movie star in the world. Then Hollywood wanted him back. Yeah, yeah fuck you after that, you know. Then they gave him Enter the Dragon, but still didn't make him the lead. They, they, they yeah, like three the, leads. You had Jim yeah. Kelly. Yeah. You had the dude from Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, you know, John like, Saxon. Yeah. He don't even know Kung Fu. Like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> it was supposed to be Bruce Lee. He created this bullshit. But like I said, they're reclaiming it. They're reclaiming it back there. Let, let's let's talk about this show, Kung Fu, on the CW. Eli, I'm going to let you go. Really? What do you think? Yeah, I thought, I thought it was I. Right. I thought it was okay. Right. Cool, cool. Okay, I, I thought it was I right too. It wasn't the greatest thing. It's, it's not Legends of Tomorrow, you know. Yeah. But it's, it's, you're sorry. Yeah. Uh, uh, like for I me, said, I, I like. I, I am a martial arts movie fan. I, I I like good fight scenes, 
the fight scenes, you can tell the choreography was there, but they didn't know you how to film it. You can tell it's a CW show. Yeah, they didn't know that's how to it. film it. You know, that's the thing. Good, good kung fu fight scenes. The, the camera people and the fighters on screen have to be in sync. Um, yeah. They, they just weren't. So I got a little bit of Iron Fisty vibe now, for the fight okay. scenes. Eli, let's be honest. You are an elitist. So sure, like I yeah. said, your, your stand is going to be higher than the most. For me personally, for a CW show, I felt it was passable. The fight scenes. I felt the fight scenes were passable. That was cool with that. You know. Um, Storyline. Like I said, the, the thing to hold this show back is all the CW traffic. Like I said, it is a CW show. And it feels exactly like a CW show. Everything about it feels CW. Every box you think that the CW is going to check, it's here. It's right there. But it's cool. Like I said, I do like the fact that they're reclaiming this show and it went from being like a white guy walking around, which was basically a, 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 a knockoff. Western. It was a it was Western. A Western. It was a Western, but instead <laughs> you put a, a Kung Fu guy in instead of, you know, uh, Wyatt Earp, whatever the fuck, you know. So you had this show, but at, at the same time, and the thing I like about this show, like, thing is, Eli, this is an Asian-led show. Like, I'm seeing actors in this show that I've seen in other, you know, projects before that are here. I'm like, okay. So you have a show. You, you, this is your Black Lightning. Okay, cool. Have at it. You know, <laughs> um, I do like the other little mystical shit in there because you thinking, okay, she went over there and learned Kung Fu, but then you realize, oh, no, it's more shit going on. You know, so it actually feels more like an Asian Buffy the Vampire Slayer, kind of. Or like the villains, like the a Kung Fu Thanos. She's trying to get all the weapons to get all this power or whatever. Yeah, I think yeah. we read that in Shang Chi. I think it was the same damn story, but whatever. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with it. Okay, your martial arts show amusing. Like I said, six one six man, lower your expectations. This is <laughs> or I don't know what go, you would... or or go watch Wu Assassins on Netflix, which is or go dope. watch or go watch a better show. You can do that also. <laughs> or Into the Badlands or something. Into the like Badlands. <laughs> I mean, like I said, it's a CW show. Now here's yeah. the thing. What here's the thing. What killed the show for me, Eli? I was fine with everything on the show. I like this is passable, mindless entertainment i can watch in the background while i'm just doing some other shit but this is what killed the show for me that fucking soundtrack that fucking cw soundtrack on they do on every single show i could do any only they only do it during the fight scenes so instead of having like like an orchestra behind it or actually like maybe like some asian you know anime that's naruto but whatever some shit like that <laughs> but instead they got some pop stars singing some shit like that doing the commercial it just takes like all of the tension out of the fight scene the fight scenes aren't even that good to begin with anyway but when you have you know fucking dua lupa or whatever the fuck her name is playing in the background it just takes all the tension out of it you're just like i can't watch shit so you get to the point where you're actually afraid when they get to the fight scene because you know that stupid ass music is coming and it's not just kung fu cw that's why i start watching black lightning because black lightning does it too like anytime he shows up, I'm like, is this a music video? Is this a fight scene? What the fuck is this? You know. So, like I said, the CW can't outrun the CW. So, it's yeah, they're made for kids. It's it's they're targeting kids. Yeah. So, you know, I gave it a whirl. I'm probably not going to stay with it. I'm, but, I'm uh, trying, yeah. Eli. I'm trying, but I can't, man. It's just like my body's just rejecting this show after that shit. Man. I got so I yeah. There's like I got so much shit I'm watching. I am watching the Superman show. I like that. Superman show was great. Oh, well, like I said, we haven't <clears throat> talked about Superman show on here much. Anybody hasn't seen it, watch it. So it's yeah. on hiatus right now, but yeah, watch but it. But between that's, that's that and Falcon and Winter Soldier, and I'm watching Mayans and what else? So you have to watch a good TV. You don't have time. Uh, I, yeah, for, for I, yeah. I, I got so many shows I'm already watching. 
Creep show started again on Shutter. I'm on. <laughs> oh, come on, Eli. Watch some CW. Dare to defy. Come on. <laughs> Riverdale. I watch Riverdale too. <laughs> oh, I know why the fuck you watch Riverdale, man. I saw that chick on one of those damn uh Maxim you know covers what? and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, he's watching the plot. Okay, I see that redhead chick. That's what it is. I bet that's your favorite. Oh, yeah, Cheryl Blossom. Hell yeah. Whatever her name is. I'm like, damn. <laughs> I didn't know who she was. I saw that. <laughs> I think I watched like a commercial shit like that, but yeah, make yes. me almost Riverdale is show. one of my guilty pleasures. I don't give hey, a I'm, I'm gonna watch that show on mute. I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see. Can we go to the next thing? Okay, this is all me now, Eli. This is all me. This, right. ne- this next section. This is the game. I won't say anything. Okay. I mean, feel free if you want to. I'm just saying it. I don't know what you can add to it, but this is just some shit I want to add. Like I said, I know a lot of people uh, are tuning in and watching us and they think we got this huge budget right now and we just like money on top of money but they really don't know that you know we actually been struggling for the last two weeks Eli. you know we've been making do as best we can but all that changes next week yeah. because i am rejoining the pc master race oh look at oh. all this beauty yeah just, just porn we're giving you that, porn baby is just, that what just, you're getting that's what that's exactly what I'm getting. Now I'm gonna name, I'm gonna just leave this up here. No, just marvel at it. Okay, so I'm gonna give you the specs for people because I, I know y'all wanna know. I know you wanna know you think I'm bullshitting. I'm gonna give you the specs. One, you have uh a Intel 10th Gen i7. You got 16 gigs of RAM. Don't worry, calm down, calm down. I'm gonna add 16 more, give you 32. So relax, you know. I got an RTX 3060 in this bitch, Eli. Come on, man. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. but <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Big dick energy over here. <laughs> Are PC. you going to have the lights off? Next week, you better have the lights off so you can you be all in oh, the yeah. No, because I have the lights on. I'm going to just be like I'm in a fucking <laughs> disco and shit over here. You'll be into the little Nas video. <laughs> <laughs> is Libra giving Satan a lap dance? What's going on? <laughs> Oh man, that looks beautiful. Thank you, six one six man. I will, I will do a, I will do an unboxing when it comes in. Oh yeah, I might even do it on here. We'll see. Well, I can't do it on here because I'm recording on. But yeah, we'll, like we'll how, how are you gonna do that? We'll we <laughs> on your phone. <laughs> I can do anything when it comes to I can do anything. <laughs> we have no more limits. Yeah. All right. Can we move on to the next part of the podcast? Sure. All right. Like I said, this is comic books where we talk well, the comic book bullies, where we talk about comic books, and we're just gonna jump into it. And Eli, I have no idea what book we are going to do and what not gonna do. So I'll I'll let you go for it. Whatever you pick, I'll pick the next one after that. Okay. So uh who's doing King of Black? You doing King of Black or do you want me to do King of Black? Uh knock it out. Go ahead and do King of Black. That's cool. All right, King of Black. King and Black, Let, the finale. Before you do it, before you do it, did you read Venom? I did read Venom. Want me to do the Venom and King and Black? Because they kind of tie in together. Knock, knock them out. Go for it. Yeah. Okay, Venom, number 34. Uh, so, yeah, this is the King and Black tie-in. Null has came to Earth and has been engulfed the Earth in darkness and symbiotes. Uh, Eddie went to hell or... What do you call it? The the whatever the afterworld for symbiotes. The, the red room. Or, yeah. Or, yeah. Um, and was facing Null down there, but the symbiote reformed with Eddie and brought him back to Earth. That's basically what happened. He comes back to Earth, and oh yeah, uh, what's his face? Um, Flash Thompson comes back to life too. As a dragon. As a dragon. 
and goes and finds his grave. And uh, and he, see, last panel is Flash Thompson's grave and his hand Fair rising enough. above it. So, what what movie was that? I know it was some horror movie that did that. Uh, oh, is that like what? some kind of iconic? Oh, Carrie, you thinking of Carrie? Where her Carrie hand did that? Okay, yeah. wait, did she die? No, at the end of Carrie, yeah, yeah, she died. No, she didn't die. She went to the grave and some hand rose up. It was a dream. It was a dream sequence, but supposedly sequence. she died. That yeah. scene fucked me up. None that, yeah, that was like one of the shocking <laughs> horror. Yeah. History and I knew it was coming, and it still <laughs> fucked me up because I watched <laughs> So basically, that was the lead into yeah. Uh, Eddie got his symbiote back, got his back to being Venom, and then we have the battle on Earth. You know, <clears throat> right now, last issue, Silver Surfer came down. He's supposed to be the God of Light or whatever, the Enigma Force, Captain mm-hmm. Universe or whatever. So it starts out with uh, you know. Silver Surfer and Null kind of like, you know, hey, you know, we're about to go head to head. I'm the God of Light, blah, 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 blah. And Null is like, you know what? Yeah, that God of Light shit is bullshit. You know, wherever <laughs> the light is, it's the darkness is that follow. Always well, I follow, think he was know? thinking that Silver Surfer was the God of Light. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Avengers show up and they have like one last hurrah, like one last charge. Um, so they're kicking ass. But then Eddie comes down and says, you know what? I got the... The, not the Phoenix Force, the Enigma Force. I'm Captain Universe, and then he takes Silver Surfer's surfboard. Oh, we like hold on, hold on, because I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to find the image. I'm trying to I've been okay. fucking the whole time. Yeah, because that that shit was fucking awesome. I didn't go yeah. lie. Hold on, let's yeah. see. So Eddie Brock Venom has been absorbed the the Phoenix, not the Phoenix, God, the Enigma Force. So he's <laughs> the God of Light. He takes. Silver Surfer's surfboard. Okay, can you see it? Oh, I don't yeah. know. If you... Yeah. Okay. There's there's Venom. There's Venom. Okay. So we got it. We got Molnir. And then he takes Molnir. And then so he this takes... is this is Venom lifting Molnir. So he right. takes yeah, just just take, just snatching it out of Thor's hand. Yeah. You're like I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. And then he takes Silver Surfer's surfboard, forms that into a sword. Yeah, which and was then, like a yeah sword at the time. So yeah, yeah, and then he binds them both together and creates this big giant like venom battle axe. <laughs> he like, you know how many death battles are gonna have Venom holding Molnir and Silver Surfer while he's the Captain Universe Venom <laughs> versus Goku? Who wins in a fight? You know, yeah. I, I can't wait. Yeah, for it. Okay. Venom is right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and then oh, you go ahead. You go ahead. Just go go for it. Yeah. yeah. So then, yeah. So then we have, and then Nola's like, oh shit. And like, Lee, he like takes off. <laughs> <laughs> Null bitches out and goes running away. So Venom goes, goes through and he's like just cutting through all the symbiote dragons. Like with like that panel, that pan, show that panel where he's like beheading all the dragons and like, right, yeah, right here. This, yeah, That's that the one. shit right there. Yeah, it's fucking sick, man. <laughs> Yeah, he's just going through, cutting through all the fucking uh, symbiotes, then finally gets to Null, and then, like, takes Null's... Oh, yeah, he slices off the head of a symbiote, Celestial. <laughs> oh, yeah, because he, he can control one of the... Yeah, right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Null is trying to throw everything at him. Like, he's sending the symbiotes at him, he's sending the symbiote Celestial at him. Because Venom can fly like Superman now. Yeah. Like, 
<laughs> he's Captain Marvel. He's like flying through and just kicking, <laughs> kicking hella ass. Yeah, so he sends the symbiote Celestial. He chops off the the Celestial's head, and just kicks everybody. Just kicks his way ass all the way up to Null. Gets to Null, plants his axe right in his chest, and then rips Null's symbiote. This is the god of the symbiotes, and Venom rips his symbiote off of him, and then drops him off the fucking building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then grabs him and like flies him into the sun like <laughs> right <laughs> this is so ridiculous it was fucking hilarious it was great yeah <laughs> so venom flies this yeah null into the sun and like you know null burns up and then uh all the symbiotes are like hey well you know we're free we're free from null you know so all the symbiotes are leaving and then are like, because the earth was engulfed in symbiote darkness. The symbiotes start, you know, leaving and basically say, uh, oh, first he goes back down to Dylan and rips the symbiote power from Dylan. So you don't have to be, uh, you know, you don't have to be tormented with this shit anymore. Yeah. Um, and then all the symbiotes are like, you are now, it tells Eddie, you are now the god of the symbiotes. And uh, he grows wings and uh, flies flies off. So that's kind of where it ends. You know, uh, yeah, there he is. So, yeah. So, yeah, Venom is like all, all powerful as all hell now. <laughs> yeah, he basically replaced Noel, but yeah. Oh, and Cap yeah. Universe leaves also. So, Oh, yeah. he Yeah, the Enigma Force leaves. And now he's just regular old Venom. Or not regular old Venom, but he's back to Venom. But now he's the symbiote god. And that's the end. That's the fine the finale to this epic ass tie-in or epic ass uh event, which I thought was, you know, it was is this crazy. It's just a summer blockbuster, you know. I mean, what it, else do you it, want? You know? Yeah, it was just stupid action monster spawn. It's spawn. He turned it Donnie was so Cates, much spawn in this. It was yes, like, yeah. Donnie Cates turned Venom into spawn, and that's all this was, you know. And it was it was it was fun. It was fun. I enjoyed it. You know, I, I thought it was awesome. I thought it had a good strong end to it. Uh, everybody was winning. Venom. We knew Venom was going to win, but the fact that Captain Universe did it, you just like, oh shit, we ain't seen Captain Universe in like forever. You know, so yeah, yeah whoever is worthy can hold it right. Venom is worthy if he well, technically, I don't think After he, was he worthy. died because he remember he died. He sacrificed everything for his son and everything. So I think after. Technically, after he came back to life, and you know, because he sacked, he gave his own life for everything. So I think that made him worthy, I guess, technically. What, but what I was thinking is that Captain Universe was worthy. Sure, that works too. Maybe I like like they don't they don't really explain it. They just like you know whatever. So it's like, like, who cares? By that time, you don't care. Like, oh, yeah, he's got Venom, Mjolnir. Venom is and... flying around chopping off heads of Celestials, man. At that yeah. point, you know, <laughs> yeah. just, just go laugh, with it. Yeah, just laughing your ass off. Like this is just you know stupid, stupid fun. Who cares? You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's a comic book. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I dug this. This is five out of five. Fucking, I don't care. You know. Okay. Let's it's see just... which which. Okay. This the one I'm gonna do next, and I should have did some more research on this one, but fuck it, we're just gonna go, we're just gonna roll with it. Okay, so the next one I'm going to do is Green Lantern number one. Okay, now, I almost got this, but then okay, all right, I know what you're thinking. Hold up, before let's go to the colors. Let's see, 
Oh. Uh, God tier Venom. Yeah. Well, he was. Like I said, this is a one time thing. Captain Universe is gone. He doesn't have Moon Year Silver Surfer anymore. So he he's not all powerful. Sentry's uh, still gone though. That's kind of fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he right. ripped Sentry. <laughs> that that yeah. That's the thing. This whole yeah. Number one, the the King in Black. Number one when they stormed out the gate. You know. Yeah. Nobody no, knew what to do with Sentry yeah. anyway. So fuck him. That's yeah. yeah. <laughs> They'll bring him back eventually. Who cares? Um, yeah, so okay, so the reason I went and got Green Lantern number one. Now, Eli, can you guess why I got Green Lantern number one? Because John Stewart. Yes, <laughs> but <laughs> it's more to it. It's more to it. It's actually an all-black Green Lantern team. Okay. okay. So you have John Stewart. Remember Simon Bass, the Green Lantern with a gun? He's here also. Teen Lantern, who's like Afro-Latina. Um, uh, I think those three. Hal Jordan is gone. Matter of fact, the writer of the story is black. Uh, Jeffrey Thorne. I can't remember. I, I think he does like well, a book. What's off. his face? Uh, Morrison was doing that. The weird Green Lantern. And, you know, remember that run he was doing? I stopped reading it, though. It, it's it was done. just getting it's so weird. Yeah, it was getting really weird. Yeah. Well, this guy, the new writer of this book, specifically said, I don't want Hal Jordan in this book at all. Hal Jordan is the most boring Green Lantern of all time. And, of course, you know, the commiscators came after him, you know. Okay. But... He didn't give a fuck. <laughs> he still wrote the story he wanted to write. So, yeah, so we're going to do Green Lantern number one. This is at the DC Infinite Frontier or whatever like that. So it's in their new Omniverse thing that they do. Uh, so let's see what do we got here. Yeah. All right. So, like I said, the book starts off now. Like I said, it's a lot of stuff that's going on with the DC universe that we have to get caught up on. Uh, the book starts off with a whole war going on. I'll, I'll catch it. This, none of this shit matters. Uh, what happens is, and that's actually not Hawk Girl, that is another Hawk Girl, but doesn't matter. So Hal Jordan does show up in the book, but he doesn't show up in the book. This is actually like a construct hologram that he sends to talk to Jon Stewart. And what they're doing is that they're on Oa right now, and they're having, uh, since the Omniverse has been restarted after whatever crisis they did, like, I forgot that shit already. Death Metal? What it? forgot that oh, shit yeah. already. Yeah. Anyway, so, <laughs> yeah. So there's some new shit. Uh, they reformed the the United Planets of the Galaxy, with it like that. So every DC planet that has ever been made is on Oa right now, and they're basically basically having like their own version of the United Nations. You know, uh, this actually started in in the Superman books. Bendis made this thing. Superman became president of the galaxy, but I think he stepped down and did some other shit. So now they're trying to figure out what's going on right now. So that's not. The Hawk girl we know, not Shire Hall. Her name is Camira, uh, whatever. She's another Hawk girl. She's a Thanagarian. So anyway, she shows up. She's the uh, like the head military person of the United Planets of the thing. And how doing is like, yeah, I'm with the Justice League right now. They doing this. I sent the other Greenlands go do something else. I sent this other Greenland do blah blah blah. I'm not even here right now. I'm gonna go hang with them. And the Guardians just like, okay, cool. Uh, oh, this is I'm gonna tell you right now. Notice that what John Stewart is wearing right now. He's actually wearing a Kryptonian uh, outfit. The oh, reason, wow. yeah, the reason he's wearing a Kryptonian outfit is because since Superman was the first president of the United Planets of the Galaxy, like that, he decided to honor Kryptonian heritage or some shit. I don't know, some shit he did. Anyway. This is a very dense book. I, I forgot about Green Lanterns. Green Lanterns just do all kind of weird, weird shit. Uh, here we go with Teen Lantern. I forgot a name. 
Kelly something. She has the gauntlet of Krona, who is like the, I don't know, first Green Lantern, or not the first Green Lantern, but Owen or some shit. She's crazy. They they basically sent Simon Bass to train her. You know, the Green Lantern would go, where's where Simon? Where's Simon? Can't find him. He's here. Uh, anyway, they, but what they're doing, oh, so, so here is the United Planets, and they're just all in chaos like that because they, they're voting on stuff. They can't vote on stuff. And what they're trying to vote on is should they let the Green Lantern Corps be like the head, like military of the United Planets? And like, we don't even know if we want the Owens to even be here. Yeah, that's, that's so Simon Baz, I think, is also wearing like a Kryptonian outfit or something like that. These weird people show up, these magic people show up. They like, we hate the Owens. We're going to do something. And there you go. Simon Bass. He's there. Um, and fuck all this shit. There's this, this chick here. I forgot her name. She's a brainiac. So she's, oh. yeah, one, she goes like a whole planet of them and stuff like that. They're like a hive mind. And basically she's trying to talk the green, the, the, the United Planets to let the Green Lanterns be their, their, you know, universal military. And they're voting and, you know, blah, 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 stuff like that. But while it's going on and you got Kilowog, I think that's got Gardner. It's got to be got Gardner. There's, there's not that many humans in Green Lantern Corps. Tomar Ray, you know, they like, they're making fun of him. Like, why the hell are you wearing this shit? And like, this is Kryptonian doing the honor Superman, you know. Uh, but then some weird shit goes on. They, some weird monster comes out. And this monster has the power to suck all energy and emotions and all like that. The, the, the Guardians invented it to basically kill all lanterns. Green lanterns, blue lanterns, red lanterns, yellow lanterns, orange lanterns, purple lanterns. There are purple lanterns. Uh, but so green, so John Stewart finds a way to beat them since they, you know, drain energy and emotions. Oh, yeah. And Sinestro is part of the uh, United Planets also. He said, fuck the Green Lanterns. I'm not voting for him. But, you know, whatever. Um, and this panel right here. So John, oh, and John Stewart is the leader of the Green Lantern Corps. I tell you that. So he tells, I, I know how to stop him. So he calls every Green Lantern on on Oa, and he tells, I want all of you to shut your powers off, stop your powers, since it drains power and it drains energy, and just think clear thoughts. So when they do that, and they just recite the oath without uh, let those who worship evils might, and since it can't feed off anything, it just shrinks to nothing or whatever. And <coughs> yeah, that's it. So. What else happens? Oh yeah, one of the, one of the guardians die. Whatever. So <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a Green Lantern book, man. That's all I can say. It's a Green Lantern book. You get what you get with these books. I, I'm trying to do it for the culture, but I'm like, it's a Green Lantern. <laughs> book, man. I can't. I, let me know when John Stewart hops into a Justice League book. I'll fuck with it, did. But this Green Lantern shit is just because you have to, in order to understand a Green Lantern book, you have to know everything about dc like everything about dc because they pretty much like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go there oh yeah he hates hal jordan he like hal Rayner, john stewart and guy gardner he hate honestly hal jordan is the worst green lantern he is the most boring green lantern i try to say i don't neil, like neil adams didn't even like hal jordan <laughs> he's boring man like, I even like Guy Gardner better than I like Hal Joy, just because Guy Gardner's an asshole. Uh, like, I made this kind of, uh, this comparison before. John Walker is Marvel's version of Guy Gardner. That's basically what he is. That's why I like Guy Gardner. He's an asshole, you know. So, but yeah, Hal Jordan is just so boring. They don't really do anything fancy with him. Like, he just had these boring ass things. He, his dialogue, it's like they, they do it on purpose, just give up, make a boring character. So, 
any Green Lantern book that had Julian is in, I completely stay away from. But the other ones, I fool with it. So uh overall, man, I give this book a 3.5 out of five just because whew, Green Lantern's books are tough to get through. They just really are. So yeah. Yeah, well. Yeah. All right. Um do you want me to do Avengers or you want to do Avengers or what? You you gotta do Avengers. You got to I gotta I gotta do I'm I'll, my tokenism. For the culture. For the culture. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I gave up on this. I gave up on this arc because once the natives got killed or once they lost, I was like, ah, I don't give a shit. But then I found out that hey, look what happened. You're right. So uh, uh, yeah, it was a pl- Avengers. Spoiler. Yes. Avengers number 44. So the Phoenix Force saga or whatever it's called. Um, the Phoenix Force is looking for a new host, and all the Avengers are basically fighting each other to get it. Um, and yeah, that's what we've been dealing with. This is this all is it's the superheroes fighting each other, trying to, you know. I want to know, did you notice something I noticed? Uh, what did you notice? You in the Black Panther Captain America fight. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's how okay. this book starts out, yeah. Right, 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 no, but I want something very specific. This, okay, Captain America, Black Panther fighting all the shit like that, and then Black Panther, you know, suplex of Captain America. Look what Captain America's wearing. Uh, nothing. Nothing. I think this is a miscolored race. I think this is a mistake. Oh, you you don't think those are pants? You think that's just? You I don't think, think he's wearing pants. No, that's that's what I'm saying. I think they, I think Marvel messed up. The color is messed up. Oh, I think that that's. It looks like it's supposed to be a shade of like red because it's all engulfed in flames, and he's wearing white and the red and. No, I think or... they just colored him the same color as himself, and it looks like Black Panther and Captain America wrestling without pants. Because in the next <laughs> panel, Captain America has pants, but here he's not wearing pants. So I'm. I want to say that the color is messed up. And that Captain they were America- fucking. <laughs> <laughs> you know my mind. I I ship it. <laughs> That's my whole thing right there. I didn't mean to take it from you, but I saw that I was just like, "What the hell is happening here, man?" I need answers, Marvel. I need answers because I know the fanfic is going to run wild with that. But anyway, back to what we're talking about. So. so yeah, yeah, everyone's fighting. You got Black Panther and and uh, Captain America fighting each other. Um, you have what's her name, Red Widow, and shanna the she-devil fighting yep. um my favorite here is uh she-hulk and namor fighting oh, yeah. and and she-hulk ripping off namor's arms and shit <laughs> oh yeah because it's because she was saying the same shit he said here like you can't even handle being a hulk and then he was like well you can't handle have, not having arms yeah <laughs> or and they start beating having, them with it. <laughs> not having hands or whatever <laughs> you know um and then uh the oh yeah the whole thing with the so is is the phoenix force his mom or thor's mom or did they i don't he even think it is yeah. he's freaking out mother you know all this bullshit so yeah, yeah so um they can't hold him back yes yes yeah, so everybody's fighting but then they're saying you know the one the phoenix force it doesn't go after power because it's already powerful enough. It goes after emotions and darkness and stuff. So they go after the one with the darkest emotions, I guess. And it turns out to be Echo. Maya Lopez. Yep. Let's just skip right to the end. Yep. Yeah. So she, yeah. So Echo gets this Phoenix Force. 
um, native character. I didn't expect this. And that's why I heard. I was like, really? She got it? So then I went and read it. <laughs> right. Because somebody else spoiled it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I thought all the natives got beat. So because <laughs> right. they had American Eagle in there and they had, uh, you know, Echo here, too. Um, I don't know why Warpath. I thought I would think he's pretty strong, too. I don't know. But, but you know, he's a mutant. So if you're not Wolverine, you don't count, you know. OK, yeah, because Wolverine was on there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I thought and that's the thing is like out of all the Marvel characters, Marvel native characters. I like I like fucking Echo the best because Echo okay. is the first Ronin. Not Hawkeye. Yeah. It was Echo. Yeah. Yeah. And the ultimate. Yeah. And also she killed like, well, just her, you know, she was like her dad worked for the Kingpin and then had the King and then had him killed. And then she shot the Kingpin. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> six one six. That's my, my, if I'm wrong, let me know, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. So she, uh, she killed the Kingpin of, of course he didn't stay dead, but you know, that, that, that was her arc. She was like, a, she came from, you know, that the gritty daredevil, you know, street level thug shit, you know, and I, I always just thought she was cool. And hold on, let me see if I can share this. Share this. Uh, share screen. Share screen. Tab. No, application. Here we go. Here we go. You see that? Yeah. That's my, that's my, uh, my attempt of drawing Echo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And the thing is, they're making a push for it. They're making a push for it right yeah, now. Yeah, I think that, yeah, yeah. She's supposed to show up on the Hawkeye show or something, one of these shows. Um, but yeah, I, I just think she's she's a cool character. Of course, she's deaf, and um, but she's like, a, she's kind of like Taskmaster, where she can, uh, you know, see your fighting style and mimic it and shit. And, and she was uh, doing that to uh, Namor. That's how she beat him. Like, that is the Kraken style. Or and that was funny. That was, yeah, that she beats, she beats the shit out of Namor. Because he beat her. And like left, like thought she was dead, like left her in the bottom of the ocean and shit. Right. And thought she was out of the fight, you know. So, uh, but that was cool when she kicks his ass and takes the takes the. Thing. And then dehydrated him, and then left him there. She yeah, like, that took all his water your ass out. Back to the water, right? Yeah. Yeah, or you're gonna die, you know. So, uh, yeah. So, I just think you know, cool. You know, we got a native character with some gnarly powers. Hopefully, we'll see her more. <laughs> you know, need to yeah yeah because I, I, uh, it, de- it depends on how well her her character is received on the hawkeye show because it's getting to the point now that if she's popular on the tv show they'll put her more in the comics yeah you know um of course there's that you know gene gray at the end is sort of talking to maya you know hey you know the, this thing drains your emotions that you know don't don't let it the darkness consume you you know, you know, you're, you're not alone in this, you know? Um, so I thought that was kind of cool. Um, and yeah, like I said, I, I, I think it's cool that, you know, a native character gets to be in, you know, for one thing gets to be in comics and, uh, hopefully we get to see more of, you know, cause I, I ain't, well, but that's why I'm reading, uh, uh, Hellions because mm-hmm. great, great crows in it, you know, Warpath isn't in X-Force. New Mutant, yeah. New Mutants has Danny and Warpath in it, I think now. You know. Okay, and, so they, yeah, because they were, were both with uh, the yeah. New Four, so. And then Forge, I mean, does what the Forge was in X Men? He fuck Forge. I can't. Well, the thing that. is, he tried out for the X Men. I just found out he got cut today. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, he sucks. I mean, Forge <laughs> sucks. 
What's his fucking he's like power? Tony, he's a mutant Tony Stark. I mean, come on. What's his? That he's smart. That's his superpower. He's smart. Like what the he, fuck, he, man? He builds shit. You know. This. Shit. Like yeah, we got us a smart engine. <laughs> he must. He must not be human. Like what the fuck? <laughs> fuck that shit. Fuck for it. <laughs> I like him, but hey, okay. Gave yeah. <laughs> him the shittiest power. Yeah, he's, he's Tony Stark. Yeah, his superpower is he's Tony Stark. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. All right. So I guess it's on me. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's see. I'm trying to read this. Uh, I can't see where but damn. It's a red green lantern. What is this one? Oh, here we go. Okay. Yeah. So James Bond Agent of Spectre number two. Yeah, they actually made another one. No, I'd kept up with it. Didn't say a word for anything, but I'm like, I'm thinking, like, should I read this? Should I read this? I don't know. I, I decided to go with it. So, like, yeah, why not? So, basically, last uh, last issue that we read, it was this thing where Bond's arch enemy Blowfield made a deal with him where he's going to join Spectre, you know, to take out other Spectre people and stuff like that. Well, the main person you got to take out is named Tatiana something, Shaw or something like that. We'll find out what her name is later on. Anyway, in order for him to take out Tatiana, she has this impregnable security system, so he has to find out how to break into her security system. So he goes to her num- her number two named Harlan Clark, who is uh his security isn't as you know beefy as hers is. So he sneaks into the house the day before. You know, one of the security guards came and threw away a cup. He takes a cup, takes a pen, scan the fingernail, I mean fingerprint of it, and that's how he's able to get in. So he disguised himself as that other guy. To sneak into the house you know and he goes in there and he tries to get some information on tatiana to break into the security system but he can't can't do it meanwhile they realize that the uh the guy that said that the guy that came in today osalaski whatever his name is i don't see his truck outside whoever's here ain't him so they shit bond in there boom and they're like whoever the hell is in there right now shoot the wound but if you kill him yeah i don't care I won't, you know, so they break the door in and Bond throws a table at him. They shoot at him, stuff like that. He takes him out. Boom. Uh, and when he runs the next room, he sees a gun curved around a corner. So while he shoots at him, he goes to the room and it's the Harlan Clark because he's a, a security guard. With, like he owns his own security firm where he's got guns. Nobody ever seen before. So like that, while he's reloading his gun, he looks at it again and Bond is on his ass again. Boom. Gets him. And he's like, man, look, don't kill me. I'll give you like government secrets. I got half a million dollars in a safe. I got political dirt. What do you want? He was like, discretion. <laughs> Sorry, chap. Bam. So didn't we just, you know, crucify John Walker doing the same shit? <laughs> uh, whatever. <laughs> anyway, but this the thing I was worried about yeah, is Bond that ain't I'm, American. <laughs> that is true. So he just do it. He can just shoot people. Doesn't matter. So the thing I was worried about the last issue is that Bond was going to actually join Spectre, but he actually goes back and tell him everything that happened. Blowfield tried to recruit me. I'm going to pretend like I'm working for Blowfield. We're going to go to America and do whatever we want. But M is telling him, if you go down there, I can't send you nobody else to help you. He's like, oh, so this is like the, the armies that you usually send with me. <laughs> it was like a Thursday. You can't send with me. He's like, no, it's, it's worse than that. Uh, he was like, if you get caught, I get blamed for this. I'll take the heat for this. He was like, well, well, I'm sorry that, you know, if I get caught, I'll get tortured and, and beaten to death by a murderous terrorist group. I don't want you to lose your job. You know, then that's when Money Pen is telling him, no, if you get caught, you're going to strain relationships between the United States and the UK because we're not supposed to have an active agent, 
you know, on the field, you know, in their country without them knowing about it. So that's when he says, Tatiana Jones, I'm going to go there. Blowfields give me Intel on her and I'll go find her. So, yeah. So he goes, um, oh, yeah. Doing that whole thing that we go to the next day, Bond actually got fucked up doing that whole fight with them. He patched himself up, talking to Blowfield. Blowfield's giving me intel on where Tatiana's going to be. She's going to be at some museum thing. And he goes there, talk to her, whatever. Uh, and he sees Tatiana and he says, uh, I just want to talk to you. Can I, can we get a drink? You know, she's like, nah, you're not my type. And then walks off from him, you know. But he Bond says some shit to her. She talked about uh the uh, you know the murder of her number two that happened yesterday. She was like, anybody supposed to know about that? So she sneaks away from her own guards and goes back downstairs to talk to Bond. He was like, Oh, so you do want to talk to me? He was like, Look, I know you're not who you say you are. And he was like, Oh, what the fuck happened? He pulls a gun on him because he he knows she's about to pull a gun on him. So while they're sitting there talking and he's trying to get information out of him. Uh, he gets a gun pulled on him, and it turns out it's Felix Leiter, the guy that he was blackmailing to to not kill, you know. So uh, Felix has a gun on him, like, James, what the hell are you doing here? And he's telling her to get out of here, not knowing who she is, and she's like, it's dangerous in here. He's like, yeah, it is dangerous. So she pulls a gun out, aims it at Felix, back of his head, and Bond got his gun out, and boom, pulls the trigger, and Bond kills Felix Leiter. His best friend dead the end so i'm like uh the fuck okay he did all that shit not to get felix killed and he kills felix so i'm like okay mm, okay <laughs> so yeah that's what's going on right now not as action-packed as the other book was that we read last week because that was just like he just went in just guns blazes i didn't really believe it when he got away from the dude with the gun around the corner or whatever like that but yeah easy read your story it's whatever uh, three to five. Let's go. And so, all right. Um, I guess I'll do Immortal Hulk number forty-five. Okay, let's see what we got. Damn, cool about yeah. Uh, Immortal Hulk forty-five. What do we got here? Ah, here you go. Okay. Yeah. So, um, basically, the last issue, the UFOs killed Joe Fixit and a weakened Hulk. Um, Joe Fixit went to hell. Mm-hmm. Saw the leader who absorbed everybody, absorbed the one below all. It's basically the leader below all now. And he's trying to absorb every gamma. He just needs uh, Hulk. Yeah, the two Hulks left. He just needs them to become this big, powerful asshole. Um, so, yeah. So, Joe Fix it down in hell. And um, also, uh, McGee and Puck, they're out in uh, New Mexico at the Shadow Base trying to find, you know, trying to, you know, figure out what's up. Turns out McGee, who's got gamma powers now, she can see uh, ghosts. She can see dead people. She can see gamma ghosts. I thought this was pretty cool here. So these are the ghosts she's seeing. And I don't know if you can see down here. Yeah, right there. Whoops, other side. Gamma ghosts. I think you flipped it. Okay. Yeah, so, oh, shit, again. Oh, you flipped it. (laughs) Okay, this, right here. You see that little head with the crab? That's right out of the thing. John Carpenter's the thing. I thought oh, cool. okay. Little I thought that was pretty Easter, cool. <laughs> Easter egg, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, so she can see ghosts, but it turns out the ghosts need body. And for them to come back to life, they need a body to, to inhabit. And that's why uh, um, Doc Samson and Walter Langowski are in one body and shit. 
Um, back down in hell. Uh, uh, Joe Fix It turns into Red Hawk for so I don't know why it's Red Hawk, but he turns Wait, into Red, Red Hawk. That's a uh, Ross. Yeah, but he but he turns into Red Hawk. I don't know why, but um, and then smashes through a red door to get back to Earth and inhabits his body again, and then turns into the Gray Hawk. And resurrects like you know, and the UFOs are like, oh shit. So Gray Hulk is back, full form, and uh, yeah, that's where it says to be continued. So uh, yeah, I thought this was cool. Four out of five, another good Immortal Hulk issue, you know. So yeah, cool, cool. Harpy's in there too. Betty Ross is doing some shit. She's oh, flying yeah, that's, around as Harpy. That's her name now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm booked out. It's Oh really? Oh, you, you read uh, like all my shit. <laughs> oh, um, I did Star Wars High Republic. It was pretty cool. I can just breeze through these real quick. Okay. High Republic is number four. You know, Skier got possessed by the weird, uh, evil dark side Sith plants, um, and then he, you know, basically uses his force powers to resist them. And just long enough for the Jedi to kick ass and get out of it. So, but then at the end, the huts are coming down. The hut cartel come down and are about to uh, rain some shit. And this is a pretty cool panel. We have some hut, hut gangsters with their cronies and they're riding rancors and shit. I thought that was dope. Okay. Yeah. So that's cool. I'm into this High Republic shit. Uh, and what else did I read? Um, Geiger. Oh yeah, Geiger number one. I forgot about that. Okay, now this one you got to explain because I, I I briefly looked into this and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> this is Jeff Johns and Gary Frank. Right. Doomsday Clock. Um, it's basically post-apocalyptic, you know, world, nuclear holocaust. Um, 20 years after the world's been devastated, it's all full of radiation. People are walking around in radiation suits. And there's some dude they call the glowing man um, who doesn't walk around in radiation suits. Okay. Um, yeah, they, they just call him the glowing man. And he is like a superhero and he kicks ass. And then there's like this in Las Vegas, there's like these crime gangs or whatever holding up in Las Vegas. And one guy is like the King, King Arthur or whatever. He's like a Royal, like kind of like the Renaissance fair where he's all like royalty and shit. Um, and he's swearing he's going to go kill this glowing guy, dude. Um, and then of course in the back, just like it's Jeff Johns trying to be, trying to do Watchmen again, trying to do Dan doomsday clock again. You know, there's shit in the back, you know, there's a comic oh, really? book in the back. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, um, comic book in the back about some hero, superhero in this universe. That, that it's a comic book from this universe that people were reading. And then there's yeah, there's a yeah, there's like other crime cartels that rule Las Vegas. You know the different uh, different crime. One guy's like Bluebeard or Goldbeard. One guy looks like uh, Karloff. Yeah, Bonnie Borden. Yeah, they're different sort of crime bosses in las vegas i don't know i enjoyed it you know it's gary frank doing art it's cool 
Um, uh, and, and, and that's the thing is like, this is Jeff John's superhero, like warship again, you know, cause I'm reading. I mean, I mean if you wear image, you need to get away from that stuff, man. Cause you yeah. gonna do, that, just do it at DC and Marvel, you know? Yeah. That's the thing is like, I'm reading so many like, uh, post-apocalyptic comics right now. I mean, I'm reading that redemption, but that's mm-hmm. like a Western, you know? Yeah, he's basically trying to do Alan Moore. He's trying to turn this that's, into like that's the Watchmen. not his wheelhouse. That's you know, <laughs> um, yeah. I'm reading Redemption, which is like a western. I'm reading that Noctera. I also read that this week. Yeah, I thought you were gonna do that. We you know yeah. Scott Snyder. Yeah, yeah. That's like that's like a horror. You know, the world's in darkness and there's monsters. So that's like a horror. I'm reading that Post Americana. That's like straight up satire. You know, but then this this is like a like a superhero post apocalyptic superhero. Uh, thing I know I enjoyed it. Art's really cool, and it it you know, it seems like you know I I got sucked in, so I'll probably check it out. I mean, yeah, Jeff Johnson, Gary Frank, you really can't go wrong. Even if he is trying to do a Alan Moore type thing, you can't go wrong with it. Yeah, um, this this superhero, this glowing dude, you know, here he is, you know, all radiation and shit. He's cool. got like a he's got a two headed dog. Is that a Cerebus or is that three heads? That's three hits, yeah. Yeah, so he's got a two-headed dog. Um, and yeah, I, I know I enjoyed it. I thought it's pretty cool, you know. And like next issue, we're gonna see, yeah, the decadent world of the Las Vegas crime lords, you know. Um, yeah, so I'll give it a four out of five. I I I enjoyed it. So yeah. Okay. And I All think right. that's it. Yeah, I read I read Batman. I read I read Noctera. Pretty cool. Batman was very convoluted this week. There's so many fucking plot lines going through everything. So I, I was like, fuck, I don't want to talk about this and explain <laughs> all the different plots and shit going on. So yeah, I'm booked out. Fuck it. Yeah. Uh yeah, like I said, you listen this long, different like, share, subscribe. Uh yeah, uh, hopefully people have been check- was checking both Eli and my stories this week because, like I said, when they dropped the Zemo cut. Oh, yeah, you know, that was fun. Yeah. I was just having fun doing that. Yeah, we had like a little DJ <laughs> battle going on. You took some. You took a few of my ideas, Eli. I was like, you know what? The short dick man one. <laughs> oh. The short dick man. I heard I my, my, my kid did a re- – like he had a remix. He was making a remix of that. Yeah. I, that's what I heard. I was like, oh, I got to do that to Zemo. So I, that's what I got it from. See, I'd already thought about that idea, but I couldn't remember who sang that song. So that's why I couldn't find it. I was like, I just, I just searched short dick man. (laughs) I (laughs) I was scared to Google it. I I don't want to Google it. Like, oh shit. On on the, uh, the, the stories or whatever. Cause I was only doing the Facebook stories. I just typed it in and then it came up and. Yeah, I, I had so many of them on my end also. I was doing like outcasts on there and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You but, some good yeah, there's a few on there I kind of like. So I was kind of like going back between yours and seeing which one. Yeah, Zemo Dad. 616, man, I don't know if you follow us on Facebook, but we were kind of like going back and forth on just different. We we, we were remixing Zemo dances ourselves, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to do it here on this show because I know for a fact we'll get flagged if we do it here. But yeah, that's the thing. So, yeah, next week, I don't know what's going to happen, but we'll come back and do something else. Uh, anything Mortal Kombat, when is that? That two weeks That's like now? at the end of the week. Mortal Kombat is actually already out overseas. I've seen some leaked footage already. I saw some leaked footage on Facebook the other day, and honestly, I thought I was watching the game. I thought it was the game. I was like, oh, I've never seen that fatality before. I'm like, oh, shit, that's the movie. <laughs> okay. Oh, so, okay. 
Yeah, so it got me. So yeah, so it looks like it's gonna be a thing. So we'll talk about that when it comes out. Well, I'll uh, be like, yeah, I'm pretty much fully vaccinated right now. I might go to the movies. So you can go to the movies. I can go to the movies and shit. You can cough on people, you know. <laughs> I can hug motherfuckers and shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. We talk to you guys next week. Same bully time, same bully channel. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, it is you who wakes me up every day. And I am forever grateful for your love. This is why I pray. You let me touch so many people. And it's all for the good. I influenced so many children. I never thought that I would. And I couldn't take credit for the love they get. Because it all comes from you, Lord. I'm just the one that's giving it. And when it seems like the pressure gets to be too much, I take time out and pray and ask that you be my crutch. Lord, I am not perfect by a long shot. I confess to you daily. But I work hard every day and I hope that you hear me. In my heart, I mean well, but if you'll help me to grow, then what I have in my heart will begin to show. And when I get going, I'm not looking back for nothing. Because I will know where I'm headed. And I'm so tired of the suffering. I stand before you, a weakened version of your reflection. Begging for direction. For my soul needs resurrection. I don't deserve what you've given me, but you never took it from me because I am grateful and I use it and I do not worship money. If what you want from me is to bring your children to you, my regret is only having one life to do it instead of two. Amen.